sounds perhaps a bit strange coming from, from my mouth, but we don't believe in charity. We believe in en enabling people to take care of themselves. We run the foundation like a business, only with social goals and not financial goals. How a denim company looked beyond its supply chain to give back to countries in Asia. Today on In Asia, from the Asia Foundation, I'm Tracy Yang. And I'm John Rieger. Joining us today is Youngju Lockhorn Lamberts, the Managing Director of the G-Star Raw Denim Foundation, or GSRD, the philanthropic arm of a company that has become a leader in sustainably sourced and manufactured cotton clothing. GSRD will be honored on April 6th with a leadership award from the Asia Foundation's Lotus Circle. Also here with us is our own Jane Sloan, Director of the Asia Foundation's Women's Empowerment Program. Jane and Youngju. Welcome to the show. Thank you, John. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks so much, John and Tracy. Wonderful to be here. Youngju, if there's one thing that unites the world, it must be that we all wear denim. But denim as a product can be very destructive, starting with cotton cultivation and on up the manufacturing supply chain. How did the GSRD Foundation, with its wide range of projects, grow out of G-Star Raw Denim's quest for sustainable denim? It was quite a journey. We really started with collections uh, who were very niche. So we're a, a Dutch denim brand. So we started with hemp <laughs> and nettle as a separate collection uh, next to our conventional cotton collection. But then we thought only focusing on the niche will not change the world. As you know, the fashion industry is known for producing in low-wage countries. And it is our sincere belief that you have to share the profits with those countries where it is made. So uh, whereas the corporate social responsibility department is working on improving labor conditions and limiting the uh, environmental footprint in the G-Star supply chain, the foundation is working beyond G-Star supply chain. Well, why don't we talk about your own journey? Um, you worked on the corporate side for many years. What drew you to the foundation side of the operation? Oh, that's actually a funny story. I started at G-Star 12 years ago as an intern at the Corporate Responsibility Department. I was a business student at that time, bit cynical, interested to see if big corporation can do good and do well at the same time. Uh, well, I got the opportunity to see many different aspects of the company, working at different departments, but the foundation has always been my true passion. So... When I uh, got the opportunity to fully work for the foundation, I was very happy and grabbed this opportunity with both hands. So, uh, Jane Sloan, next month, the Asia Foundation's Lotus Circle will be honoring the GSRD Foundation with our annual Lotus Leadership Award. Tell us a bit about the Lotus Circle and why it's chosen to recognize GSRD. Well, the Lotus Circle represents a movement of philanthropists who are committed to our work to advance women's rights and gender equality in Asia. And uh, so the Lotus Leadership Awards is an opportunity to honour those or individuals and organisations that are really contributing to women's rights and gender opportunity, um, gender equality in Asia. And GSRD is so brave and strategic in its grant making. GSRD has partnered with the Asia Foundation to make such important work possible. And this includes giving women entrepreneurs in Bangladesh access to technology. Uh, it's provided migrant women entrepreneurs in China 
access to business training and mentoring. And uh, in Vietnam, it supported urban women farmers to access supply chains and support their agricultural production. Oh, yeah. This project in Vietnam that you mentioned is quite interesting. A lot of farmers around Hanoi, many of them older women, have had their lands expropriated for urban development, leaving them with too little to profitably farm which was the only life they knew. GSRD and its partners came in and taught them new intensive farming techniques and new business and marketing skills. How is that working out? Well, the project started in 2015, exactly as you described. And we we saw how their income improved by improving their production output and their marketing. But it's interesting question because we saw a great improvement in income for the women, but we see it's also not completely enough. So therefore, the team in Asia did some wonderful market research about adding agri-tourism to this running project. So we're about to decide about this project in the coming month. So you were able to not only make these remaining slivers of farmland more economically viable, but now you're also going to offer them as model farms for agritourism? That's the idea. That's a great idea. And these were very interesting conversations that we had with the team. Like, okay, agritourism, how does it work? Who will be your target group? And they did wonderful research showing that, for example, school kids can visit the farms and also learn about nutritious food and healthy food. Uh, but also young families going on a holiday, on a, on a day trip to learn about the farmers. And I think they really made a business case for adding this uh, agricultural uh, module on top of everything that they're already doing. How does that program fit with a denim company? How does that come about? Well, I think it's exactly the entrepreneurial spirit of G-Star that we see in the, in the project. It sounds perhaps a bit strange coming from, from my mouth, but we don't believe in charity. We believe in an, enabling people to take care of themselves. That is where G-Star came from. And that's also how we run our foundation. We look for the best partners with a like-minded mindset. We run the foundation like a business, only with social goals and not financial goals. I think what's also really important about this project is it's not only increasing women farmers' economic security, it's also increasing their voice and leadership. It's increasing their confidence. It's increasing their advocacy skills. It's increasing their ability to network effectively. And so it's providing a whole range of other support, wraparound support for women farmers. It's funny that you say that, Jane, because we see that in so many projects where we start with trying to improve income, a lot more happens than only that. And it's exactly what you're describing. Very much, including at the household level. There's often a shift in power where women feel more able because they have more income to be able to negotiate who does all of the household work. So that shift in power for women is really profound when you're investing in programs like this. It's really remarkable how a modest initiative aimed at exactly the right spot in a confluence of factors can have these cascading dimensions of positive benefit. Yeah, and I see that really paralleled with 
particularly your work, Jane, um, with women's empowerment and how gender integration within all our programs is um, very key to lasting change. Absolutely. Young Jew, we often have guests on our show who uh, try to avoid the spotlight. And so we like to ask them this question. Are you proud of your work? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really Dutch at heart, so no. The Dutch are not so fond of the the personal spotlight, but I am truly, truly proud of our partners. I worked uh, from the foundation from 2010 to 2016, and then I returned again in 2020. And all of our partners were still there with a few new additions. So I think that really speaks to the character of the GSRD Foundation. Young Jew Lockhorn Lamberts of the G-Star Raw Denim Foundation and the Asia Foundation's Jane Sloan. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you, John. Thanks, John Tracy. That's our podcast for this week. On April 6th, the Asia Foundation will honor the GSRD Foundation with its Lotus Leadership Award for advancing women's entrepreneurship and economic empowerment. And BTW, if you're a regular listener to our podcast and you haven't subscribed, well, you're working too hard. Subscribe to In Asia and never miss another BOMO. Until next time, I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Yang. Thanks for listening.